Oi, oi, and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Stephen Lisbaum. And for the third time this season, I'm delighted to say I'm joined by my good friend, West Ham chum, another bearded legend, which means all three of my co-hosts this season, or three out of four, have been bearded legends, the one and only, Mr. Adam Conway. Thanks for having me, Paul. I'm expecting, uh, I'm expecting a match ball on the way out tonight. Mate, welcome back to the podcast. Um, obviously, third time this season. Um, your last appearance was episode 150, yep. which was after the Chesterfield game, which was a fantastic yep. episode. All delighted um, that the O's kept up their winning run. So since then, uh, Solihull have been uh, have been beaten at the Brave Group Stadium 3-0. Halifax, uh, we've travelled there and we got a one-all draw. And Barnet came and we beat them 3-1 to keep the unbeaten run to 11 games. And obviously we're coming to the Harrogate game uh, a bit later on in the podcast. But how impressive have you been uh, with the O's in those matches since episode 150? Well, I think first of all, it's uh, finally we're top of the league. And, uh, it's been a bit, of a bit of a running joke between me and you. It's like every week we top it. <laughs> all these fantastic results. But no, uh, extremely impressed. Um, and I think I said last time that, um, uh, you know, let's let them... Let them worry yeah, about us rather than the other way around. I think we're a big fish in this league. And um, yeah, I think uh, it's just all positive, isn't it? I mean, top of the league. I'm beating in 13 now, so no, all good. Yeah, and you mentioned, I think you mentioned Marvin yeah. last time when I asked you this question. Yeah. I think you might have mentioned Josh as well. But any other players now starting to catch your eye through, through the well, season? I think the obvious, the legend, Joby again. I mean, how old is he? Rolling, talk about rolling back the years. Yeah. Um, just been... Every game I've seen him play, uh, it's just the, the fitness levels going into the second half of games have been, you know, he's, he's the fittest player out there, 36 years old. And yeah. It goes to show how he must look after himself and how he's sort of being managed. And um, yeah, I think Karoma's really come on this season. Uh, Judd, um, Marvin, we've spoken about, and uh, my big hero, along with uh, old uh, Brophy, who's out, is dating, or I think he's just looking, looking hot at the moment. So uh, yeah, no, uh, a lot of good performances. Management uh, spot on as well. I mean, it's just all very, you know, that word we uh, we've used a few times. But happy clappy at the moment, but <laughs> which is not really me. But um, we've uh, what is there to say? Top yeah. of the league, fantastic, brilliant, brilliant. And obviously, we sit in the south stand. I mean, Paul sit in the yeah. south stand. You're you sit in the west stand. So, what's the atmosphere been like in in the west stand? Because obviously, from a south stand perspective, sometimes it can seem that the west might not be as loud. I would say. Well, I disagree south. with that, Paul. Uh, Paul, Steve. Um, Got myself there. Yeah, and I think I said to you earlier that um, I've been to all the home games this season and, you know, we've had a few wins, not as many as we'd like over the past few years, yeah. but the atmosphere, I mean, the second half of the Barnet game, I mean, it, it, I mean there was a lot of, it was a good attendance, but it feels like when we get, when we score a goal, the stadium is like more rocking than I've I've known it for a good yeah. um, a good few years. So and I, the atmosphere, support, it's just everyone is, is in the same direction. And, uh, no, very uh, very impressed with the atmosphere this year. So we have... A very happy co-host uh, yeah, at the moment. It's all good. It's Brilliant. All good. Brilliant. So as always, then we'll start off with the supporters club updates. Uh, and just the one trip to say about this week is coaches to Eastleigh uh, on Tuesday the 30th of October. Leave the supporters club at half past three for a 7.45 kickoff with prices at £23 for adults and £20 for concessions with the same terms and conditions as last week. So under 15s uh, get travel for half price but must be with an adult. And you can book for that trip uh, on match days in the supporters club or by calling the travel line on 077 uh, And as we reported last week, the supporters club quiz, the next one's been uh, arranged for Sunday night of December. All money goes towards Elwell's Foundation. There'll be celebrities there, 
Joby uh, has confirmed his attendance to our knowledge. A few more players uh, are likely to attend. There'll be raffles, there'll be prizes. Uh, and tickets aren't on sale yet, but will it, you know, once they go on sale, it'll be £8 uh, per head and teams can book uh, their table and have up to eight people. So it's sure to be another cracking night. Supporters clubs, put that one in your diaries as tickets will be available soon. So we have an trust update should we share the um, yeah the on Wednesday the 19th Neil Taylor Howard Goldman that Orient stand at the Queen Mary's University of London welcome fair encouraging new students to pay a visit to the O's and purchase a reduced rate student season ticket there will also be a new ladies football session taking part in the uni sports hall offered by the student union and get active commencing October the 4th facilitated by the trust yeah it's a great idea that obviously to offer students at Queen Mary's which is just based uh, in Mile End uh, a reduced rate student season yeah my get. brother went there actually oh did he yeah I went to the one student union night a couple of times a great yeah. night down there so if anyone listens uh, from Queen Mary Uni uh, take advantage of the fantastic university was it as good as last night Steve no I'm a bit husky uh, at the moment which is from a Bruce Springsteen all nighter uh, in Hackney no, it was fantastic and he doesn't listen to the podcast, but happy 69th birthday to Bruce Springsteen. Do you not listen, though? Apparently not. <laughs> On Thursday, uh, the X7 Dance Company were able to access the pitch to rehearse their music and dance routine that will be performed during the halftime interval at the Sutton game next Saturday. So this is part of the commemorative programme dedicated to Orient being in Leighton for 80 years and also celebrating the life of legend Laurie Cunningham. There will be a display of archive material and artwork presented by pupils from Wellerbrook School and Walthamstow held in the Legends Lounge. So please try to visit uh, either pre or after the game. So good more uh, what pre-match work there uh, and post-match work by the Trust. Yep. Also on Thursday, centre-half Danny Happy was invited to present the Sports Awards at the annual Norlington Boys School celebration evening held at the Walthamstow Civic Centre. This is the seventh year the club have supported the event and Danny was in good company alongside the Mayor and local MP John Cryer. Yep, and you want to finish it off then? Yep. the big exclusive from yep. the Trust this week? A new stadium tour date is to be announced soon, so keep alert. Space is limited and going fast. Yeah, so keep your eyes open for that one. Howard and the Trust will reveal that one. Um, and as always, a good tour there. And normally, you get a board member uh, turning up at the end or some players you get to meet. So keep your eyes open for that one. Uh, I imagine that's probably going to be around the October or Christmas half terms thanks to Nigel and all for everyone at the trust and just a quick plug for our chairman's book so the challenge culture is now available it's in all good bookstores as Nigel Travis writes about his career at large and successful organizations and talks about how the best way for organizations to succeed in today's environment is to embrace challenge and encourage pushback he covers the world's video quick surface restaurants and the purchase of Leighton Orient peppered with many humorous events that have occurred throughout his career so Nigel I think you've seen on the club twitter site and probably elsewhere has been busy plug in his books been on other podcasts as well uh, and you can buy the book today at amazon.co.uk or go into your favourite local bookshop like Waterstones or Books 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 or anywhere like that and that's The Challenge Culture by Nigel Travis uh, Kent was on the show last week said it was a good read uh, I'm quite interested to see what he's got to say uh, about Orient uh, as well as many other things so before we get going with the week that was before it was time to give you news of a new deal uh, for O's fans courtesy of late in Orange's official betting uh, partner, Energy Bet. So here's a quick uh, voice message from Russell Yershon, who's UK manager of Energy Bet, uh, about their new uh, deal for late in Orient fans. Hi, Orient fans, it's Energy Bet here. We're offering an exclusive offer only for the Orient Outlook podcast. If you click on the link that we send you and open an account with Energy Bet, Deposit and bet £20 over the next week. 
we will not only give you hospitality for you and a friend for a home game of your choice, but we will also give a new home shirt. Once you sign up via the link and deposit and bet £20, you must email Leighton at energybet.com. That email comes straight through to us at Energybet Marketing, and then we will redeem both your shirt and your hospitality. Good luck. It's 18 plus only. Anyone that has used this offer in the month of September doesn't qualify. It's only available to new customers only. Thank you. Bye-bye. So that was Russell there giving you details uh, on Energy uh, Bet's new offer uh, in partnership with us. So like Russ said, uh, to email redeem um, that code, all you do is email Leighton at energybet.com after you've signed up for an account. Sounded very serious there, Yosh. He is my family. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Yosh. He did. So thanks to Russell there and everyone at Energy Bet and a great deal of hospitality uh, and a free shirt goes a long way and it's credit to Energy Bet trying to engage as many fans as possible. So moving on in to the week that was. So starting off with Coulson Monday, 17th of September. So it was a quiet day at the club uh, as episode 152 was taking your soundways by storm. So thank you for all the emails, tweets and messages we had following the episode, a huge amount of listens and a massive thank you uh, to Kent T for being our co-host and Kent, know you're listening somewhere uh, across the globe at the moment. It's always a pleasure uh, having you over. We look forward to having Kent back on uh, soon. Uh, yeah. And uh, to Huey, Tuesday, 18th September, Nigel Travis's book, The Challenge Culture, was released on Amazon and an all-good bookshop, so make sure you go and buy it now. We've covered that. Yep. And the club announced that young O striker uh, Ruel Soiterio has joined Isthmian League Premier Division side Bishop Stortford on a 28-day loan. Uh, Ruel played that evening, scored in a 2-1 win over Hartford Town in the Isthmian League Cup, so good luck, Ruel, and a yeah. top start there. Yeah, I mean, he's a good player. I think at the moment he's not going to get anywhere near the squad, being where he is, so yeah. it makes sense to ultimately loan him out, get him some experience, and hopefully he comes back uh, a better player, but... Some big hopes there for Satoru uh, in the upcoming seasons at the Ozen in the evening. An Orient XI featuring a number of first-team players played in a friendly against Cheson at uh, Fearboards Lane. And the team lined up with Sargent in goal, uh, Ling, Happy, Ogie and Sweeney at the back with Philip, Shabani, Gorman and Brophy in midfield and Alibi and Harold up front. And on the bench, Janata, Hammond, Haxiu, Kipriano and Clayton. So it's quite a strong starting eleven. there. Yeah. It's players who need game time coming back from injury. So you can see kind of what what the benefit is of playing a match there to get those players yeah. uh, 90 minutes. I think a talking point uh, was Levi Lemecca wasn't in the squad and that was because he played uh, for Crystal Palace's under-23s uh, the day before in a 5-0 loss against QPR. So yeah. we won't go into too much detail uh, about the game. Yeah, no, it's just it was interesting. We were saying just before, uh, before this about uh, Levi that it's... You know, he's come from Palace to come and obviously try and get yeah. some first-team games under. But what do you do? We're top of the league. We're playing the same team week in, week out, yeah. which you can't, you know. And um, Yeah, we'll, just, we'll see what happens with that one. But, um, you know, you'd imagine that he'd want to be more involved going forward. Yeah, so did me a, a quick summary then. So, in the first half, we had plenty of chances. Matt Howell, in fact, uh, had a penalty. And it's a bit of a bad miss from Matt Blaise. Still going in at that penalty. Probably, yeah. It hasn't landed yet, so... That is available on one of the Facebook groups, uh, I believe, and it was nil nil at the break. And in the second half, we should have been out of sight, really, but lost the game one nil as Carl Roberts scored for Cheson in the 80th minute. So Jacob Ranson, 27, was there on Twitter. He was covering the game for Argent Sport, and he pretty much put out a decent summary of the game. But he said, dominant in possession, but a poor performance from the O's, silly mistakes, 
and missed chances. Lots of work for any of these players to make it into the first team squad. Poor showing from forwards, Allaby and Harold. Terrible finishing from the pair of them. But praise goes to Brophy, Ling, Happy and Ogie, who were the start, standout performance. I thought that was a good tweet there to kind of... Yeah, surprising uh, you lose that game with that, with that when you see that line-up, but... It's probably all about fitness, isn't it? Yeah, Again, those players back broke. Players, players don't want to get injured in a while. Players don't want to get re-injured again. They're taking it maybe slightly yeah. uh, lightly, but um, yeah, not not a bit of a blemish on the week, but yeah, happens. Yeah, and then to finish off the evening, Harringay Borough beat Beckenham Town four-one in the first round of the London Senior Cup to set up a second round tie with the O's, uh, with the date for that one to be confirmed. So I think we went to Harringay Borough uh, last year in the FA Trophy. Had a good day out, got a good relationship with that club, and it'd be good to play uh, play them again. And hopefully we'll be talking about a, a win against Harringay Borough coming up uh, in the next few weeks' podcast. Yep, and Wednesday 19th of September, the club announced we'd like to invite fans to attend its latest focus group at the Brow Group Stadium on Thursday the 18th of October to allow 15 to 20 randomly selected fans to discuss a variety of off-field matters at Orient with Chief Exec Danny Macklin and other key club staff. Danny Macklin, Chief Exec, commented, we held two successful focus groups early this year which provide us with vital feedback from our supporters on a variety of subjects which we have worked hard to improve. Now with a quarter of a season gone already, well, we are keen to host another and we look forward to hearing more suggestions and any ideas on how we can continue the progress of the club off the pitch. And if you'd like to apply to take part in this, you can email d20yn at leightonorient.net and the deadline for applicants is Monday the 1st of October. Yes, yeah, so we've done, I think the club done I think two last season, they mm-hmm. would have received very well. So yeah, like Adam said, if you want to apply, it's d.toyn at leightonorient.net to get your name on and I think they select um, people to go on at random. Um, so if you're interested, that is the email to use. But for me, that's good there. Good fan engagement. I think Danny's been very active on Twitter over the last couple of weeks, especially with stuff like catering, uh, where, you know, based on the Barnet game, we seem to have found a very good solution. Which listening to the fans. The yeah, listening to the fans is always yeah. the way forward. Absolutely. So Thursday, the 20th of September, a quiet day or an Outlook podcast hours as we put our feet up for the evening. Not much to report about. Yep. Mooney, Friday, 21st September, an under-18 squad member, Alfie Fleming, joined Stamestown on a work experience loan, so good luck to Alfie there. Yeah, good to see more young O's getting out. I think we'll probably see more and more of that uh, as the season goes on, especially with the way the first team is yeah. going at the moment. So a very quick week that was there leads up to Saturday, the 22nd of September, and in the morning, the under-18s were in league action, but unfortunately lost 5-0 at home to Southend United. So unlucky young O's, I think they've gone up a division uh, now and obviously facing a higher uh, quality of opponent there but good good experience for those and hopefully some of those Definitely. players will start making it through uh, sooner rather than later yep so we came on to the main event which is the Harrogate uh, Harrogate game and pre-match there's a few tweets uh, as always at Stiggy64 it's 185 miles to Harrogate we've got a full tank of gas half a can of coke it's cloudy we're wearing sunglasses hit it like it at Big TV 47 tweeted I said holiday in Turkey the beer is flowing it's 30 degrees but for one hour and a half today I wish I was in Yorkshire good luck lads Keep your form and belief in one another, and I'm sure the result will go our way. At Books Read, a defining moment this season, I believe. A solid win here, and the optimism and spirit can take the O's all the way. Yeah, and at Matt Bristow, Stator says, Will Harrogate Town breach an iron defence that's only conceded eight league goals? Town have hit two or more goals in their last 10 at home, and 21 of their last 22. That's a fantastic stat. So thank you to everyone who tweeted us before the game. There was an awful lot of tweets, actually, before the game, into at Orient Outlook. So... You can uh, tweet us or email us at any time of the day. It doesn't have to be during the match or after. It can be well before. So as always, we ran a Twitter poll ahead of the game asking how you thought the O's would get on. And after 197 votes in 24 hours, you voted 
with 11% thinking Iron would lose the game, uh, 38% of you thinking Iron would win the game, and an overwhelming 51% of you thought the game would be a draw. So again, not many Iron fans thinking we would lose that one. No, which is good. As I said, uh, said the last time I was on, we were talking about you know we've got some tough fixtures, tough looking. We've still got some tough looking yeah. fixtures. What with Saturn next week and uh, uh, tomorrow night as well, uh, so Tuesday night as well. But I just think we just need to uh, keep that confidence. It's not yeah. easy being an Orient fan to always believe, but I think the players, without uh, you know getting carried away, are confident that we're always going to go into every game looking to win. Although I probably was in the fifty-one percent thought that was going to be a draw. To be fair, but um, I think most of us probably would have yeah, taken definitely. a draw before the match, and obviously we'll come on to that shortly, um, which was anything but a draw. So the team was announced with Brill and Goal, uh, and this team's pretty much running itself at the moment, yeah. isn't it? The back four of Judd, Coulson, Ekpeteta, and Wadowson, midfield of Dayton Clay. Lee McEnough and the front two of Karoma and Bon up front Sergeant, sorry, subs bench Sergeant, Happy, Gorman, Allaby and Harold. So the same starting 11th uh, for the eighth consecutive match. And, you know, for me, that's, that team is no surprises. You can't change it, can you? I mean, no. you just can't. No, barring any injuries or any yeah. suspensions, that team's probably going to be the team well saying that you've obviously got Brophy to come back but at yeah. the moment no one's going to displace Mack enough I mean I think that's, like, I think that's one, one of the most again we spoke earlier I think one of the most impressive things about this run has been the fact we've done a lot of it without what I would classify probably one of our best if not the most best, uh, most frightening player we've got in our Arsenal which is uh, Brophy so when he comes back um, you know I think we'll have a real frightening looking yeah. squad there I mean the thing I like about that team is at the beginning of the season you'd say there's three players who now start out the match who you go wouldn't have been in your first yeah. choice lineup. Judd probably wouldn't have been yeah. probably people would have said Ling Ekpateta probably wouldn't have been most first people we'd have seen a lot of criticism last year yeah absolutely um, you know most people would have thought Brophy would be starting the season mm-hmm. and Karoma now is an instant choice for the first eleven. whereas pre-season you know I think most of us would have thought Alibi will be starting so again just goes to show the strength and depth yeah, and again it goes back to the start of the season when you know I think the most impressive thing uh, and testament to the management has been that we've done this really with the same barring a few here and there the same nucleus of players that we had last year so yeah. um, just goes to show what difference a bit of confidence and a few results make yeah in just we trust so loads of tweets before the game at Distu uh, tweeted saying I think Karoma needs a rest to the bench as I thought he was ineffective against Barnett I would have started with Harold and then Brun Cromon when a defender's legs tire in the later part of the game. At Veggie Jones, this managing lark looks easy. Re, do you want a pen to write up the team, boss? J.E. Walking from a, waking from a snooze. Uh, just used last week's before dozing off again. Yeah, that's a good tweet there. Yeah, it's uh, good. A little bit of a yeah, conversation with yourself there. <laughs> At El Castaneta, says, if it ain't broke, good test of where we are and a solid bench too. So thanks for all the tweets before the game. So the match kicked off on Harrogate's 3G pitch, so another 3G pitch to play on, as it was first against third, both teams starting the season undefeated uh, after 11 games. And the first 10 minutes were fairly quiet, both teams trying to find rhythm into the game, and then the 11th minute, Karoma was fouled just outside the box, and McEnough stepped up from a decent position, uh, but shot over the bar. 17 minutes, Karoma got into the box, found Dayton, who goes down in the box, the referee books him for simulation. Yep, so um, another booking for simulation, actually. Um, without seeing it, it's a bit difficult to, yeah. to know what happened there. In the 23rd minute, though, the O's take the lead through McCauley Bond's sixth goal this season. As ref, Mark Edwards plays an excellent advantage as James Dayton was fouled on the counter attack. The ball comes to Charlie Lee, who put in a great pass uh, through to McCauley Bond, who still had lots to do just inside the area, but looked up. Superbly slotted, called the pool, uh, past Belshaw in the Harrogate goal as the O's yeah. took the lead. For me, a great finish from Bond, but 
kudos to Lee there for the ball placement the ball, ball yeah. into his path really good ball super ball super finish yeah and McCauley won full of confidence and showing that he wasn't just a one season wonder picked up where he left off yeah. and now six goals uh, in 12 games so it's one in every two for McCauley uh, Paul said well done to the ref I've seen refs quickly blow the whistle but he allowed the advantage so yeah good spot there from Paul yeah and it's good to see well. I know he got fouled but uh, Dayton again involved in well at least two of the goals yeah um, just a very good player at this level yeah, and obviously after that we look to kick on uh, and get the second and the 25th minute. Kramer has a chance but strikes just wide uh, when inside the box on the half volley. In the 33rd, Thompson collects the ball on the left, tries uh, that James Dayton effort like last week against Barnet. Cuts on to his, his right, bends his shot wide of the O's goal. Yep, uh, and in the 36th minute though, things went from good to even better as the O's made it 2-0. As this time, Josh Kramer gets into the box uh, and he has like a bit of a cross shot, forced to stay from Belshaw. You could argue he might have done better, but the ball comes back out and McEnough there beating his defender smacks the ball in and it's 2-0 at that point. You're thinking after 36 minutes, well, what a start. Yeah, you're also thinking that uh, he's going getting at half-time because what you don't want to do is, uh, or in for a few for the last few years, concede a goal early and yeah. not, being held on to le- not being able to hold on to a lead. But uh, yeah, it's, it was all looking good at that point. Yeah, and well played Josh Caroma again, you know, being a pivotal part um, yeah. in a goal. And as I, 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 I agree, I was at the Barnet game and I did think that Karoma looked a little bit tired, like I mean, he needed to maybe pulled out for a game. But um, again, good management. He's come yeah. back in, uh, well, he stayed in the team and uh, especially after Allaby's performance when he came on against Barnet, the temptation would have been there to throw Allaby in. But he's kept Karoma in there and look what he's done. Brilliant, yeah. Good point. And, and McEnough, so, I mean, what can you say about McEnough? He's just Again, there, isn't he? Right I mean, he's added, what he's added is, is, is the goals this year because his performances were also quite good last year. But yeah. Adding the goals into his into his repertoire, uh, and 39th minute, Haragway almost pulled a goal back. As Kitchen has a header from a free kick. Brill dives and is beaten, but the ball is cleared off the line at the far post by McCauley. None other than McCauley Bond. I know. So not only scores goals, but clears off the line as well. And I think that's probably a pivotal part in the match. I think if they score then, yeah. it's two one. They could get back behind him, and we got hold out for five minutes in the first half. But you know, a vital, vital uh, clearance by McCauley Bond. So yeah. well played there to McCauley. So two minutes of injury time are added. And in the first minute, a long free kick from the Harrogate keeper. Sees Langley get his head to the ball. But Dean Brill does well to push the ball wide for a corner. And the half-time whistle goes as the O's come in. A very commanding 2-0 lead. For, for me, a very good first half. It sounds like we defended well. And we're also clinical up front. Like we said, if you keep clean shoots, you're not going to lose. But also, if you're clinical, yeah. then you're not going to... You're going to win money and you're going to draw as well. And as we so, said before, they were scoring goals for fun, so a good testament to our defence there. Yeah, so the attendance was announced at 2,584. So because the game is unsegregated, there isn't an away attendance uh, to speak of because all fans were going through different turnstiles, uh, I believe. But 2,500, a new record crowd, we believe, for Harrogate. I think their last record crowd was like 1,300, so a huge volume of fans. So well done to all those fans who travelled out as a... We were speaking about that before weren't we, this afternoon, saying Incredible. that's an all day. Like yeah. you're not, you're not, li- have, you're not going to leave that mid afternoon yeah. and get back early evening. That's a, that is a leave early morning and get back late evening. So massive, massive, well done to all the O's uh, fans who made that game. So the second half kicked off uh, with no subs uh, for the O's. And the fifty-first minute, Harrogate attacks sees Langmead prop from close range straight. Brill stands up strong, fists the ball away. Yeah, I mean at the moment Dean Brill is playing absolutely superb. Again, one of those players had criticism uh, yeah. early in the season, but. Just going from strength to strength, and it, and uh, you know his age and experience, uh, a bit unlike last year when we had a bit of inexperience between the between the sticks. I think he's made a few errors this year, probably admittedly, especially a bit earlier on. But 
his experience, but he's not going to panic. He's come back. He's been yeah. superb. Whereas the younger keeper that we've had as in the last last especially last season, the heads go down. Can you know could be a yeah. bit of a knock on effect. But but he's been. When's the last time he made a mistake? And touch wood. Um, <laughs> you know he's been good for a, for a good good cup good few months now. So uh, yeah, well yeah. done, Brenner. And plus, I mean, you know, Ekpeteta, who's relatively young, I think it's twenty three, and obviously Judd, who's also very yeah. young. You know, calm a calming head yeah. uh, on those defenders' shoulders. So fifty seventh minute. Uh, Craig Clay passes to Karoma who has an effort from just outside the box saved comfortably by Belshaw 60th minute Marvin makes a good challenge to take the ball away from Maldoon who was through on goal in the box yes well played again Marvin Ekpeteta he's got those long legs hasn't he and the speed it's been fantastic yeah. again last week was fantastic against Barnum it sounds like he's having another superb game this week and the 62nd minute a long free kick evaded everyone uh, in the Orient box including Brill uh, who came out couldn't get there and Howe was free at the back post but he headed Wide and again, maybe a bit of a let off there, but when it looks going your way, definitely it's going your way. And the 67th, Josh Caroma tried again, but his shot is well saved by Belshaw. But yep, just one minute later, it was a game set and match as Joby McEnough gets his second goal of the game and made it 3 0 as an orient attacks. Sees Caroma surge into the box uh, and fantastically pulled the ball back to the oncoming Joby McEnough, who looked up, finished the ball, uh, hit it really sweet, finished emphatically to seal the match. And send the travelling O's fans crazy. Great finish there for Joby. It reminded me actually. It reminded me of the goal against uh, the but the Barnett scored against us last week. Nice kind of man. picked his spot from 20-25 yards and uh, no fantastic finish. Yeah, the ball was running onto him. I mean, you're thinking, come on, Joby, hit yeah. that one. But he couldn't hit it any sweeter than what yeah. he hit but it. A lot of other players that would have gone into Rosehead, but uh, that calm composure. Captain Rose fantastic. Finish, yeah. Captain Marvel. So that was that three 0 uh, 71st minute Karoma almost gets the goal uh, he deserves uh, but he drags his shot wide it sounds like Karoma really deserved the goal yesterday Definitely. plays a pivotal part in the second goal and the third goal just missing that scoring touch at the moment Definitely. 72nd, uh, Dean Brill still has to be alert as he makes a fantastic save with his right hand to deny Harrogate from point blank range again. So Harrogate's still looking dangerous, so play yeah. a play to them. Well, you know, look at their, right, yeah. Let's look at, their, look at their record, especially at home. They're always going to be have threats. And I think Justin would have said, look, there's going to be a few chances in the game, but you know we've got to do our best to keep a clean sheet and uh, we've come away with one again. Yeah, fantastic work. 74th minute last week's um, amazing cameo appearance man, James Allaby comes on for Josh Kramer, so it's good, you know, obviously Seth Kramer might be tired, so yeah. get Kramer off, get Alibi on, and give Kramer the rest. So the last thing you want to see in the 74th minute is a steam train coming <laughs> towards you 100 miles an hour. And yeah. I have to say, I was going a bit off the point back to earlier in the season, my first appearance on the podcast, and you know, I kind of said I fancied Alibi a bit in, in the way that, you know, he's a bit nasty, and I, you know, I think I got laughed, up, laughed, uh, laughed away a little bit, but um, I think he's coming good for us. And, you know, yeah. again, I'll, I'll maintain the fact, I'm not sure how many goals he's going to score for us, but... He's a he's a player, and he's a player that people are not going to want coming run at them. He's got fast. He's you know he's fast. He's uh, strong, aggressive, and uh, yeah, he's uh, looking a useful weapon in that those dying stages of games at the moment. Yeah, I think once he gets a f- another goal, I think he needs a goal. Yeah, will start to flow. Uh, next fifteen minutes were fairly quiet, with the O's looking to close the game out and Harrogate looking to get back into it. And in the 88th minute, uh, Brill makes probably his best save of the match. To claw away Burrow's header at that point, you're thinking he's probably going to get a clean sheet here. Yeah, and it's yeah. good even at that at that late stage of the game. You know, it's you know it's their currency goalkeepers, yeah. isn't it? A, a clean sheet, so that you know desperately clawing away that 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 last minute header is uh, you know shows a commitment to the cause yeah. of just keeping that clean sheet. And in the 89th minute, 
Dale Gorman comes on for Clay, Clay, Craig Clay. Yeah, so well done uh, for Craig. Again, another sterling performance. And again, yep. another player who was criticised earlier on in the season and just shows you Dale Gorman can't even get in the team at the yep. moment. Yeah, who's looks good when he's come on, to be fair. Yeah, but again, it's that strength, isn't it? That strength and depth that yep. you know, everyone's speaking about. So four additional minutes are played and Matt Harold comes on for McCauley Bond in the 91st minute and in the 93rd minute a chance to put the icing on the cake as a mistake at the back from Harry gets sees out James Allen gets in gets into a good position uh, gets his shot away low and hard but was saved uh, by the legs of Belshaw uh, in the Harrogate goal <coughs> probably should have scored there but uh, you know would have been the icing on the cherry that yeah definitely would have been full time whistle goes shortly afterwards as the O's put in another fine performance fantastic result to beat high flying Harrogate 3-0 away from home finally go top of the National hey. League and to equal the O's best ever start to a season in that 2013-14 season. Yeah, so a fantastic uh, result there. So obviously Sutton uh, beat Wrexham, which is how yeah. we went top. So Justin Edinburgh spoke to Dave Victor after the game and said he was really pleased for the players. So we were worthy winners today and his side worked hard and had great support. He also went on to say uh, there were two great goals from Joby who still has so much to give. There are a lot of big clubs in this league and we're making progress in the right way but there's still a long way to go. Finished by saying his aim is to be a football league manager and he thinks he has an opportunity to achieve that with Leighton Orient. And as do we, that's music to my ears that Justin feels that's where he should be. We obviously, as fans, we feel that's where the club should be. And obviously, everyone pulling uh, in the right direction. So, delighted with what Justin had to say to Dulce Dave after the game. Yep, so the league table means win that win means for the first time since the podcast started. Top of the respective league. I that's think that's an error on our part because we were top in league yeah. two about two years ago. But for the first time, I'd say since we've been in national league. Then... Yep, top of that league. Yes. Wherever we're top of the league. Hey. Yes, that's right. <laughs> first, numero uno, 12 matches, top of the league. Played 12, won 7, drawn 5, 26 points, goal difference of 14. I mean, that's a fantastic goal difference yeah. at this point in the season. Like Paul said, I think last week's goal difference could be pivotal yeah. uh, at the end of the season, especially when there's only one place uh, to get out of the league, and that's first. You know, yeah. if you're not, you, it's a you very, very tough league to get, very, very tough league to get, to get out of. But um, all, all you can do is I'll say we're now a quarter of a way. I can't believe we're a quarter of the way through the season. So it'd be nice if the, if the season yeah. finished now. But you know, we've got a long, hard winter to get through. Um, but that is, you can't argue with that start. No, absolutely. Um, so Paul's views from the game is obviously the bearded legend uh, isn't here this week. He'll be back next week. But he said, truly remarkable that we're now talking about another win and the fact we are now 12 games unbeaten. The thing is, we mustn't get carried away as we're just a quarter of the way for a very long season. Captain Fantastic, Joby McEnough continues to lead by example and he is already a serious contender for player of the season. Whilst goals win games, we must all take time to acknowledge the defence uh, without brill saves. Egg vital blocks, just Coulson's marshalling and not forgetting Jard and Willison have all put in solid displays. Let's hope this is our season, but I'll be taking this one game at a time. Very wise words there from Mr. Levy. Feet on the ground there. Absolutely, but you know, a, a good point. The defence, you know, Bon and your McInnes will get all the plaudits, but your men at the back have to be working. Yeah. And Widowson, again, a player who doesn't probably get the credit he deserves because he just does the basic stuff very well. He can just defend, can't he? And that's what you want a defender to be able to do. Yeah, and we've got confidence in him as a fan yeah. base, which is what we should have. So thank you, Paul, for your views, my views on that one. A superb performance by every player, again, out on the pitch. It's easy to forget following that performance and the scoreline that we're up against a team who are unbeaten this season. I know a way team had kept the clean sheet against them at their ground since April 17. So fantastic clean sheet. I thought Bond's goal was fantastic. Uh, great finish. You can tell he's thriving at the moment. We just need to get the ball to him because uh, he will get those goals. 
And again, he doesn't only score and clears off the line as well. Joby, again, what can you say every week? We give him the plaudits. Another two goals this week. He looks one of the fixed guys on the pitch. Although it's probably one of the oldest. Great finishes. Massive shout-out to Dean Brill. Again, fantastic saves. And well done to the defence on another clean sheet. And again, well done to the fans who made the journey. So top of the league now. And let's see what happens. It would be typical Orient to go and lose on a Tuesday night. But I get the feeling this Orient team isn't your typical yeah, you know, I, I agree. I think the um, easy thing to do would have been to have set up for a, a you know, part to you know, not park the bus, but you know what I mean. You know, set up for a, I mean, a point. No one would be complaining if we were sitting here with a point. Um, but I think you you either a team this year that is going to get into the playoffs and happy to be there, or your team that potentially can win the league. And a result like that shows where where I think we are at the moment. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think you you and you and Paul have covered that perfectly. Um, it's just a just a very very good start to the season as far as I can see um, being confident I think the there is one team other than us to worry about this season that's those Salford those multi-billionaire Salford because yeah. uh, I think it should really be a shootout between us and them I don't see too much else to worry us you know, without getting complacent obviously big game next week against Sutton have given us a few issues here and there uh, but I, I do see Sutton I mean, uh, Salford yeah. they're on real hot streak at the moment I've got a feeling Harrogate might fall away a little bit uh, after this result but we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see on that but you know, I just think if we could just keep it going it could be a real exciting battle between yeah. uh, us and the Red Devils you can see Salford starting to click now but in yeah, the game the so money they've spent they, they should be but as you, as you said there correctly we're a big team as well let's not discount that so uh, yeah all good there yeah, so, I, mean, I, thought we'd, I thought we were going to do well this season yeah, but I didn't. I don't think any Orient fan would say after twelve games you'd be undefeated uh, and be in first place, scoring oh. goals for fun, and the amount of players who are scoring as well. So that's not just your bonds or you know. And I think too, it's it's the goals are coming from everywhere, and the defence are looking to shoot. And but what's really noticeable as well this year is, and just in such in the week is that um, look at every goal, whether it's in the first minute or in the second half, whenever it is. The whole management team, the whole—I mean, where I sit in the West Stand, yeah. the whole subs bench goes. I mean, it's, it's, it's there is something you know without being too uh, over uh, happy clappy about it. There is yeah. a real positive. Yeah. You can't help get swept up in it. Um, so no, I, I, I tend to agree with you, Steve. I think this is this could be a year. Fingers crossed, my friend. Fingers crossed. Only yeah. a quarter of the way through it, and lots uh, of well. You know what football is like. Things can change in an instant. So those were our views. So your views. And again, huge amount of feedback after this match. Thank you for all your views uh, that came into our social media accounts. And again, we try and read out as many uh, tweets as possible that come into at or in Outlook. And just because we read them doesn't necessarily mean we agree with them. So we'll start with at the authentic Gaz. who said, that is a massive statement of intent. We are on fire. So short and sweet there from Gaz, but... Now it nicely. Yeah, at TCW0102, top of the league, only unbeaten team, best goal difference, second highest scorer, second fewest conceded, 2.33 points per game. Projection 2.3 times 46 games is 107 points for the season. The catering's better. It's okay, I suppose. Come on, you're worrying. Yeah, I mean, you know, 2.33 uh, points a game per average, I mean, speaks its own volume, doesn't it? If we carry on that form, I think we'll get on up. At Len M4, keeps it short and sweet again, who just says, we're quite good, aren't we? At Matty, LOFC Evans, I said last week today would be a test. What test? We once again steamroll at a team, and it could have been more than three. We don't look phased by any opponent in our path. The unbeaten run won't be beaten for a long time on current form. Yeah, long may that continue. At Jagsy, 1979, says, what a win. Top of the league, and now the only unbeaten team in the league. 
If we can put three past the team unbeaten in 11 games, it's got to be a matter of time before someone gets tonked. Lower side should be bricking it. The Orient Express is coming. I do like that last time. That's very good. Thank you. Yeah. Come on, D. Alan BR2049092. Sensational stuff once again. Say so we are top of the league. We are top of the league. Whole team is playing superbly. 1-11. to Unchanged side in eight games now. And we've put a huge dent in Harrogate's record. Early days still. Up the O's. Yeah, if we're going to sing that one there for a second. Yeah. Richie J. Bourne says, Brill made some important saves, but the O's showed more quality and deserved it and were much the stronger team. At Vince Howard, 73. This is starting to feel like the 13-14 season where I think we will fall, where we will fail to defeat in the next game to then go and win comfortably. A long way to go, but as it stands, things are looking very rosy. Yep, so thank you, Vince. At Steve Cab 1-1, who says, we never looked like losing that at any point today. The support was fantastic. Uh, hashtag 12 unbeaten. Hashtag top of the league. At Hart Rushmore, I Hart Rushmore, what a result. Clean... Uh, clean sheet and great to hear about how well Jard, Big Marv and Joby played amazing to think we have a Brophy to come back and Gorman still can't get into the starting level and still feels like this year could be special and I can't wait for next Saturday at home yeah I mean you've got to think that the Bray group stadium is going to be rocking uh, next Saturday and again Brophy I mean do we know how close he is? Well, he played 90 minutes, didn't he? Yeah, but is he just think the squad, squad on Tuesday on potentially Saturday? I think while the team is doing what it's doing There's I no think, need to I rush think him. the, the if we were losing, there'd be more of an urgency to get him mm. back. But well, I think at the moment, I think we, we've got times on that side. And what a weapon to have to come back into the scene. Yeah, but then if it, when he comes in back to the squad, who falls out of the subspension? You know, to yeah. take Allaby out or Howard out uh, or Gorman out. Obviously, you're not probably going to take Happy out because you, well, need, I think to, you been... need to defend out. You're not going to take Sergeant out because no, you keep I think, I think that we have to, uh, inevitably, there's going to be a few little niggles here and there, of especially course, playing yeah. the same team, you know, week in, week out. Um, so look, hopefully not but if there is I mean, we, look, we know however good and well we're playing that a fit James Brophy is you know, way too good for, for this yeah. division and has to be included somewhere but you know that's, it's, it's a great it's a great problem for Justin to yeah, have great headache Digger H773 046 what a statement to the rest of the league that is I think we've proved of the squad what we need to show now is consistency against the lower placed teams important to win well at Braintree on Tuesday evening agree Alan MCIA1 playing like league leaders now confidence growing what a result up the O's yeah I mean confidence now has got to be sky high and it's good we have another game on Tuesday so the game's coming thick and fast at the right time of the season for us at Dave KS123 says Bon heading off our goal line says it all spirit desire togetherness and skill good tweet there yeah I think we covered that with the togetherness uh, at Jack Coach 14 Marvin played out of his skin bullied their striker who didn't get a sniff Joby McAnuff gets better every single game and every player put in a shift and was solid yeah Rob MCC 68 says a great performance this time last year we buckled in the second half Brill made at least three quality saves hands of God yep at Les LK 52 wow what a performance and I was there judge this team by the players who cannot get in Brophy Harold Allaby uh, Levi Gorman just well. Yeah, I mean, you know, those players can't even. I mean, Levi can't get even get yep. into the squad. So again, great headaches for Justin to have. Kevin Cowden says a fantastic result against mere pretenders. A real statement of intent. The mighty O's have reached the summit, and we have the quality to stay there. Roll on Braintree, absolutely buzzing. At best snooker JP, we are top of the league. A world record unbeaten in the league. Let's stay on top of league, the league for some time. Excellent support for those who travelled up today and safe journey home. Gorillas 1985, it's a solid performance by it, all as usual. Starting to get used to this winning stuff and scoring three goals again. Quality from the captain. 
and what a clearance by Bond just before half time. Roll on Braintree and 13 unbeaten. I think I went to, I've got to go to this one now. Uh, Lee Gibbs won. After turmoil we've been through, I'm buzzing for the club's future. I love this club. Justin, Joby, and the boys. At the Hut People, says, I went to the match. Fantastic support, brilliant team display, and Marvin was superb. Top notch all over the park. And let's go again Tuesday. Seems like lots of fans just can't wait for Tuesday night. Yep, and at the Menace, 1881, easy journey north, wonderful lunch, deserved victory over a pretty ordinary side against an awful ref, followed by tea and scones at Betty's Tea Room. Sounds very civilised. What, <laughs> <laughs> what a great day. At Orient Fan TV says, what a performance. To go to a team that has not lost a home game in 20-odd games and not only beat them, but beat them convincingly and keep a clean sheet is superb. Keeper and defence look solid. Joby McEnough, what a player. Got to be one of the best captains we have had. At Colin Jeffrey felt we easily beat a good side whilst not playing our best. Joby must be best player in the league. We are, I agree with that. We are seriously going to hammer someone soon. Yeah, there's a few tweets saying that along those lines. Saying, you know, one day someone's going to end up on the back of a 5-0, 6-0. Could it be Braintree? Uh, on Tuesday, Essex Biz. This is a fantastic result. Our last six games, 1-5, drawn 1, uh, lost 0, scored 14 and conceded 2. That's a fantastic stat. Only conceded 2 in the last six. What more? Is there to say? And the final word this week at uh, at Tobias Lampley, Lampty, three goals away from home, a clean sheet, a win to make it twelve unbeaten, and go top of the table, table buzzing up the O's. So let us know if you agree or disagree with any of those tweets we read out. Let us know what you think by tweeting us at Orient Outlook, or you can email us Orient Outlook at outlook.com. So those were all tweets that came into us, and again, you know, a massive volume of tweets that come into us on a match day. So thank you for that. And so moving on to our prediction uh, league. And although we had lots of predictions yesterday, with many predicting and those win, no one actually got the scoreline correct. I don't think anyone saw a 3-0 result no. coming. There were a few 2-0s, there were a few 2-1s, a few 3-1s. Few, three uh, but no one predicted 3-0, unsurprisingly, um, I would say. So top of the table, same as last week, as Pills the Doman leads the league on 16 points, with Rob MCC 68, Rob Nathan 77, and Tony and Scott Antonio on 11 points, chasing... Uh, with lots of players chasing those guys as well. So the full table is available on our Facebook page. And as always, thank you for all of your predictions uh, prior to yesterday's game. Yeah, and Sunday the 30th uh, September. Happy 21st to Sam Sargent. Yep, uh, also the non-league paper named Joby McEnough in their team of the day. And Justin Edinburgh is top boss. So well done to both who have been named uh, more than once already this season. I think Joby was named uh, in their squad Last week, so that's two weeks on the trot for yeah, Joby. Well deserved. Had it before, so yeah, very well deserved there to those gentlemen. Yeah. Um, the ladies' team were in action in the Women's FA Cup against Cambridge City. Uh, it was a match with a thriller with the O's losing 5-4 despite taking the lead three times in the match. Yeah, so, so unlucky to those ladies. And just before, uh, we, well, a couple of hours before we started recording the pod, the club confirmed that we have sold out of our allocation for Tuesday night's trip to Braintree. So the allocation... Was 1300, it's been extended to 1600, so that's 300 tickets uh, or places uh, are available on the night of the game. So if you haven't got a ticket and you want to go, I'd get there very early because I don't think there's going to be many spaces available for long. I think those 300 are going to places so. are going to be snapped up. So if you can get there early, don't be disappointed. Um, and if not, I guess you just have to follow it on BBC Radio or Ozone with David. Or, or the Orient Outlook podcast. 
updates during the game. Yeah, nice little plug there. Yeah, Thank yeah. you very much, Adam. So, all right, so let's round this one up then. Uh, so, fantasy football update. So, Sam Massingham leads the Orient Outlook podcast, Fantasy Football League, uh, on 409 points, just one point ahead of Tim Roberts in second place. I think I'm uh, in 39th place yet on 336 points, and Paul is in the 104th place. 296 points. I comfortably beating my oh, podcast. He's right down the bottom. Now, he's he? not going to like that at all. He's going to listen to this at home. Mm. Hashtag fuming. Yeah, <laughs> not happy with that, Paul. Uh, um, the dream team then. So we also do dream team. Uh, I actually lead the dream team uh, on Outlook Podcast Dream Team League on 357 points. I'm just three points ahead of our Humphreys in second place. Paul again, not doing well myself. Sad chum in 68th place on 200. Uh, and 29 points again if you're not in those leagues you can join us just go uh, onto those pages and request to join the league if you can't get the codes give us an email we're more than happy to have you on uh, our leagues so positives and negatives of the week Mr Conway I'll let you go uh, for the positives yep so big positive we are top of the league so we are top of the league that's the first one Brilliant. finally yeah. love, it. Uh, love it another clean sheet um, Fantastic, and the away support, support in general, has just been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just all very, very positive. Brilliant. Long may it continue. Brilliant. As always, we can always find negatives. Um, so we have got three um, surprisingly this week. So now, obviously, the first one we are at the top of the summit. There's only one day, yeah. one day. There's only one way you can go now, and that's downwards. So now we are the team to catch. Yeah. Um, makes us a big fit, or even more of a big fish. Uh, second negative, I love it if this was. Played the 46 game and we were top of the league. I mean, we're going up, but however, there's a long way to go still. There are still 34 games left to play. Negative. And the last negative, the ladies team out of the FA Cup. You know, win some, lose some. It would have been good to see the ladies get on a cup run. Now they can just focus on league action. So, moving on into Hero of the Week. So, following the Harrogate game, we nominate the following four players for Hero of the Week. So, we nominate goal scorer. McCauley Bond, we nominated shot stopper extraordinaire Dean Brill, uh, centre back Marvel, Marvelek Pateta, and two goal captain magnificent Joby McEnough. So we had 204 votes in 24 hours, and the results were as follows. So Maka Bond with 8%, uh, Brillo with 11%, Marvin Pateta with 18%, and very unsurprisingly, the second week running, yeah. Country Miler, 63%. Surprise it wasn't more than that, was our captain, fantastic two-goal hero, yeah. Joby McEnough. Well done to Joby taking the plaudits. So thank you uh, for all of your votes. So moving on into next week's fixture. So the O's have a busy week with two games coming up. So firstly, we travel to Braintree on Tuesday, the 25th of September in a local derby. So Braintree only came up last season. They're currently struggling a bit. They're 23rd in the National League. They getting better I would say they won their last game yeah, and I think they last were, week 1-0 I think they won 1-0 didn't they and a they couple lost weeks on. ago and then they lost yesterday but bowl accounts I think it was in the last minute they they, they they felt quite hard done by that so they're improving um, a couple of away games reminds me a little bit of a couple of away games from last year like yeah you know, on paper looked very very easy it was a game the Bromley game last year I think we were actually top when we went there I was at that game and um, it looked like you know we were going to steamroll them and we got absolutely tanked so I think we really need to take although it's uh, we're on a high we need to take these games very very that'll be their biggest game in you know yes. however many years big attendance they'll be up for it um, so we've got to make sure that we do do the job yeah, so be professional currently four points from safety uh, a massive game for them like you said and the home crowd will be behind them but it looks like we're going to have 1600 fans there ourselves big big game for Michael Clark. obviously uh, didn't make it orient and obviously Henry Oching 
as well. So, you know, the story's there. Could it be unlucky 13 for Orient? We hope not. But like you said, can't be complacent going into that one because that is very much uh, a potential banana skin. And on Sunday, sorry, Saturday, the 29th of September, we welcome Sutton United to the Bray Group Stadium. So Sutton doing quite well this season. They've kind of gone under the radar. Yeah. I thought they were like mid-table, but they're actually 7th. Uh, in the National League uh, this season on 22 points. So they're in the playoff places and they absolutely spanked Wrexham at home yesterday 3-0. So that's mm. going to be difficult, a difficult game that one. So if you go into either game, have a safe journey. And if you see us come over and say hello, obviously me and Paul in the South Stand. Adam, you got accosted, I think, last time you was on the podcast. I believe I'll message you. I've got recognised. <laughs> I have to go out in my like, disguise next time. And can I tell you that most a few comments that I got from the West Stand when I was there was that they couldn't believe how positive I'd been on the podcast because they sit in front of me every and see, see the abuse I normally dish out. But look, if I'm this happy, then things yeah. are going very, very well. Brilliant, brilliant. So if you see either of us, uh, come and say hello. And just a reminder, you can now buy the, the Challenge Culture by Nigel Travis today, amazon.co.uk or at your local bookstore. And it's sure to be a good read. So that's it. It's a bit of a short one. Coming in at 49 minutes so far. So thank you. For joining us for episode 153. Yep, thanks yeah, for having me again. Um, Mate, always a pleasure. And at the moment, you seem to be giving the club and the podcast good luck. So well, yeah, long continue. way continue. Yeah. yeah, so it's been a quiet week off the pitch at the O's. Week built up to the all important top of the table clash. We travelled to Harrogate, which we made easy work of in the end. Yeah. On the pitch again this season, the boys done the business, went away, kept a clean sheet, banged in three goals. In a comprehensive win that saw Orient top of the National League for the first time in the season to leave many of us fans thinking and dreaming this really could be our season. The fixtures continue to come thick and fast with two games coming up this week that give us a great chance to keep our unbeaten run of 12 going. Yep, so we'll be back with episode 154 next week with all the information and views that you could ever need and a special guest. We aren't going to announce just yet, but we do have a special guest lined up for next Sunday. Um, looking forward to that one. So keep an eye on our social media accounts. So if you're listening on iTunes, Please subscribe and give our podcast a review. We've got two reviews last week, so it's obviously uh, people are listening and want to review. So please, if you listen on iTunes, give us a review. And if you're listening on SoundCloud, tune in the Stitcher, add us to your favourites, and that way you have all the podcasts available as soon as we upload them. And if you have an older relative or a loved one who you think will like the podcast, grab their phone or their smart device, whatever, download it for them. It would be great to get as many Orient fans listening uh, as possible yep. and obviously at this point in the podcast every week we push the mugs Adam you have a mug how good is I this mug I can tell you as a reviewer the mug it is a great mug <laughs> I have it every single morning and uh, yeah it washes up lovely in the dishwasher it's, uh, it's a fantastic mug brilliant go and get one brilliant it could be yours for just £7 or 2 for £12 obviously the festive season uh, it's time to start thinking about it would make a great Christmas present for any of your loved ones uh, out there so that's it so Adam once again a massive thank you for coming onto the podcast. No problem. I'm sure we'll see you soon. So as always, look forward to hearing from you and keep calm. Have a great week and keep listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. Up the O's.